everyone, today is February 13th, 2021. This is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week, we're raging into the end of the Kaiba Cup. We're in the second stage. Um, and going to talk about some tournament scenes from this week and last. And also the new meta, new things going on with discounted boxes. New things going on with the Kaiba Cup, a new rule. A new card, too. And several new cards from Tour Guide, Bingo, Card Flipper Campaign, and also from Ranked Duels. First of all, thank you for uh, being considerate of me not having a podcast last week. It was my first podcast almost in four years. Where took a uh, first week, uh, first weekend, almost in four years, where I took off and did not do a podcast, and that was more of resetting myself. I think it was the day before the Super Bowl, actually, and I had plans, but then it wound up being, uh, it was, there was snow, so with the way it was, um, I didn't do anything with the Super Bowl, really, but um, there was nothing really going on in the game. I think they just released one card during the whole week of last week, so I thought it would be best to take a week off and... You know, have a week this week instead. So, thank you for um, being considerate of that. And, yeah, I've... I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I've got my second coronavirus vaccine. And uh, since then, I haven't been great. Like, I've been sneezing a lot. That's kind of a weird side effect that only I have, I guess. But I haven't been great, so... (laughs) Uh, a lot of factors went into the decision. It wasn't an easy decision. I want to keep the Iron Man streak going for the podcast, but you know, given that it's almost been four years and and um, I'm the one doing it, it's uh, my call, I guess. So that's what happened. Uh, in terms of duelings, I never really put it down though. Um, I, even though I didn't do a podcast, um, I had qualified into. Stage one with Noble Knights. So it was pretty easy. I thought, I thought um, a lot of a lot of blue eyes, a lot of meme decks just came back out of the blue, which was fun. It's kind of like you're revisiting the history of the game and the meta. You're fighting Amazon is for some reason and uh, Noble Knight mirrors pretty fun at the rank at the DLV nineteen stage. Uh, had a few of those. And then I had like four days or four or five days to kill. Uh, just to get my four duels in a day so you could get your uh, gems in your pack. And I was playing uh, Digital Bugs, which lost me more games than none, but at least the games went fast. So, yeah, um, I was playing those two decks, and then, you know, I was preparing notes for this podcast, and I noticed the Water deck had just come back, uh, the Water XZ deck, that is. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later, uh, what deck I'm playing for that specifically. But um, I had some FOMO, and I decided to dive into the water box. And because there was a sale going on, I went back to an old box to get some Atlantean heavy infantry. Uh, but then it wound up being the last cards of the box. Like I had to get, I had to run through 70 packs, even though they were, they were discounted. Um, it still sunk all my gems. I had to use I used some of my dream tickets because they were gonna expire soon, so I used some of my dream tickets to get some of those cards from that uh, Water XZ deck, and now I have it. I don't have the full version like 
most people do, but I do have a version, and I'm running that in the stage two of the Kyber Cup. I'm not doing very well because I'm playing a deck for the first time and um, just trying something different because I noticed that Noble Knights are falling out. Let's talk about the tournament scene. Dueling's Meadow at Championship Series 39. This happened last Saturday. Uh, information is wrong on the website, but I, I know what they're talking about. First place, negative one, balanced Noble Knights. Negative one, notably, does not like running discard traps. And Noble Knights were built off Raigeki Break and um, Karma Cut, but now this deck has none. So, highlights of this deck, three copies of Book of the Moon. Of course, this is a selection box only card, so you're going to have to be a whale to get three copies of those. Two copies of Treacherous Trap Hull and a Noble Knight Brothers over the Pelennor. And just to talk about the Xyz options here, um, I was experimenting myself with all the different, what I dubbed meta-defining Xyz, the Steel Swarm Roach, the Abyss Dweller for, for Noble Knights. But the one who actually sticks is number 70, Malevolent Sin. That's the... Not what I called meta-defining, but it is the best option to improve the extra deck of Noble Knights. Because they have that hard removal banish that none of the other ones do. The Sacred Noble Knight of King Artorgus destroys the monsters. Artorgus destroys the back row. Sacred Noble Knight of King Kustanen will bounce, but Malevolent Sin destroys. It banishes. Second place, Mazarik, Master of Destiny, Desperado. Desperado's hanging on, throwing in a ton of tech cards in the way. Necro Valley, Ally of Justice, Quarantine. And Jared Gumo is thrown into the mix. Jared Gumo has never been played. Um, you have to play it with Master of Destiny because you're going to lose half your life points for no reason. But, hey, four-star, 2200 beater, making it into the meta. That's pretty cool. Top four, Reg Trader one, Ultimate Dragons Blue Eyes. Nothing, nothing particularly notable here. They do run Hollowed Life Barrier, a little bit of stall. Two copies of Book of the Moon, Ragaki Break, two Karma Cuts. Top four, Luke Tyler, Territory of the Sharks, Water Xyz. So this kind of put the deck in, on the map, or it has been brewing for a bit. And really, the selection box has uh, Deep Sea Diva and also Atlantean cards. So those cards. Um, helped it a bit, uh, being in the selection box. Um, you know, basically the core of this deck, three Deep Sea Diva. This card is good. Usually you run three Silent Anglers, but this guy only has two, and he also has Mermaid Shark, which is a perfectly fine substitute. One copy of Atlantean Marksman. Sometimes you see two. Three copies of Atlantean Heavy Infantry. That's normal. One Atlantean Attack Squad. Two Book of the Moon, two Forbidden Lands, one Necro Valley, one Salvage. That's pretty core. One Fiendish Chain, two Treacherous Trap Hole. In the extra deck, you have Brionic, White Aura, Dolphin, Crystron, Amatrix, two copies of Abyss Dweller, and two copies of Number 37, Hope, Woven, Dragon, Spider Shark. Alright, so then Dueling's Meta Weekly 163. First place, Buns. Anamana Play, Anamana Pia deck. So we're going to see this deck a lot because it's been a tiered. And it's pretty direct what it does. Um, 
I personally don't know what the monsters do themselves. That's always going to be a stumbling block for me. Three copies of Utopic Onomatopoeia. Three Zubanban Chote Gaga Ga Coat. One Gaga Ga Head. One Dodo Dwarf Go 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 Glove. Those two cards were from the last uh, new box, Photon of Galaxy. One Gaga Ga Mancer. Two Gaga Ga Sister. Two Gaga Ga Bolt. Two Hey Trunade. Two Tribute Offerings to the Doomed. Three Dodo Do Draw. And one Gaga Ga Wind. Second place, Black Snake. Master of Destiny, Desperado. No more BM4 Blast Spider, as we noticed from the last deck. Uh, no Jirogomo here either. Two copies of Allied Justice Quarantine. One copy of Sasuke Samurai number 4. That makes it into this deck. That's the cool thing about these card fl- coin flipping decks. You just pick, like, whatever, and it works <laughs> as your last choice. Up for Giuliano. See you later, Shiranui. So Shiranui hasn't been back. No Squires at all here, so... Squire Sagas, um, regular Squire, gone. Spirit Master's gone. Basically, this neutered deck is a lot of trap cards. Two Kazuki, one Solitaire, three Samurai Skull, two Spectral Sword, one Cosmic, three Ballista, two Phoenix Chain, two Floodgate, one Needle Ceiling, three Paleozoic Canadian. And even the extra decks just completely shot. One Coral Dragon, one Onamaru, the Divine Thunder, one Sun Saga, one Shogun Saga, one King Hades, one Archfiend Zombie Skull, one Samurai Saga. Up for Neo, Fire Reload, Invoke Neos, pretty uh, typical deck here. Two Alistair, three Winda, three Cosmic Shell, I mean Volcanic Shell, one Neos, three Book of the Moons, one Invocation, two Neos Fusion, two Ragekubik, three Karmakite, and one. Transmigration Prophecy. Battle Phase Prime 3 from Duel Links Entertainment. First place, Vodka for free. Master of Destiny, Desperado. BM4 Blast Spitter is out. Uh, that seems to be a thing to do. Two copies of Quarantine. No fancy coin flipper in this deck. Just a lot of ba- more back row. Second place, Hawks, level duplication, Thunder Dragon. Pretty typical deck for your Chaos Thunder Dragon now. Three Levianir, three Dragon Hawk, three Dragon Dark, one Dragon Duo, two Dragon Roar. Those are the Dragons. Uh, Lightsworn Engine, two Raiden, two Charge of the Light Brigade. You got three Aloof Lupine, one Melody, two Sphere Kribos. The advantage of playing this deck is you got those level six. Xyz plays, which are very good in and Stellar Petalomi M7, and also Photon Strike Bouncer. Up for Rich Ferente Onomatopoeia deck. Um, not much add, not much more to add. They play pretty direct. You've got your Gaga Bolts, your Hatrunades, your Draws. Yeah, you know what you're doing with this deck. Top 4 Itachi, Master of Destiny, Desperado. This is the one that runs the Jirai Gumo. Not much more to say outside of that. And the Me Maker Cup number 10. Nine Mung with Territory of Sharks Water XZs. So, um, yeah, you got your three anglers in this version. One marksman, three infantry. Full copies of Book of the Moon. Um, Lance to help hit the back row. 
and prevent your guys from getting hit from back row. Salvage. Yeah. Second place, 39 territory. The Sharks. Water XZs. Runs Necro Valley, which is a common common binding card in this deck. Uh, you do see those uh, Light Imprisoning or Shadow Imprisoning Mirrors as well. It goes into the deck. Treacherous Trap Hole you see a lot because they don't run a lot of trap cards. Yeah. This XZ's deck does run a number 47 Nightmare Shark. Though. I guess they don't have the two copies of the number 37. Top 4 Cyan Pile. See you later. Star Seraph. You'll send you. So... This is a combination of a few things. You got your three star scepters, three, uh, two seraph sovereignties. So the, this is part of the uh, scepter and chair combo. We get three monsters onto the board for an XZ summon. And that's valuable because this deck runs uh, Stellar Knight, Delteros, uh, Evil Swarm, Ouroboros, and also Violent Die Sigma. Three cards that require three materials. And then the uh, Yosendras themselves, you got comma 1, comma 2, uh, Isna, a Sword Sting, a Trap Card. You got two Stall Cards, Kite Roid, and two copies of Battle and Boxer Veil. Vale. Uh, for Super Darko, Bounce Magnet Warriors. Uh, we've seen this deck before, 30 card magnets, no real way to mill them outside of themselves. A lot of tech cards. Alright, so then that culminates into the... Looks meta power rankings. I, you know, just as a reminder, I don't go by the tier list. I go by the power rankings where we got the numbers. Blue eyes have fallen a little bit to sixteen point three. We've kind of got like a top tier meta that's kind of unsettled right now, which is good. Uh, Thunder dragons have gone up a little bit to fourteen point six. Desperados have fallen has come up a little bit thirteen point two. Nomanites with a big drop to twelve point nine. They're kind of at the outer edge of tier one right now. We'll see if they hang on after the Kaiba Cup. Tier 2, you've got two new decks, Automat and 9.1, and Water Xyz just here at 5. I think Water Xyz is definitely going to gain some ground. Automat might press Tier 1. Um, I think... Um, I mean, honestly, I don't know how well the Water deck will, will play. Um, I think the back row choices are going to definitely need to improve. Because um, sometimes the Abyss Dweller doesn't really just win you the game you know like they find ways to get outside of the graveyard and make plays uh, whether it's the back row to destroy the abyss dweller or sometimes they can abuse the graveyard outside of the lockdown like you can you could still use chaos dragon levy near like it doesn't remove that ability of of using the graveyard as a as a transit stop if you will instead of it just prevents effects from going off in the graveyard, if that makes any sense. So, Water uh, Abyss Dweller does by no means is going to win this deck every single game. Sometimes the number thirty-seven is is just as good. So, yeah, Water Xyz, I don't I don't see it being a tier one deck just because of what I can see from it. But you know, with more Xyz options, more cards we get. That card could that that could be pretty good. Tier three we have Black Wings going up a little bit at four point one, and we see the fall off of Invoked Neos uh, since we last reviewed this tier list. All right, so big news here. This is something that the community has asked for actually, and they've delivered for a limited time. We only have two more days to take advantage of this, but there's discounted boxes from. 
first main box, which was, uh, I don't even remember what the first main box was called. The one with the blue eyes on it. I'll check it out. So, first main box, Ultimate Rising, all the way to mini box 17. So that's a lot of sets here. That is Tornado of Phantoms, I believe. All those decks are half off in gems. So if you buy 10 packs, it's 250. 25 pack, 25 gem packs. And you could kind of go through your boxes and see, you know, different things you're missing. Of course, a lot of these cards aren't being played anymore, and that's why people have been asking for them. Uh, so, you know, all the cards, there's some from the Synchro era. It's not all of them. Absolute Inferno and Dimension of the Wizards don't count, so the Psychic Wielder gets cut off. But, um, definitely old Black Wings. All their cards are here in the Black Storm Rising. A lot of their core cards, I don't mean all of them, but, um, and yeah, I actually went through Gaia Genesis and I bought some cards, even though it brought me some bad luck. Um, I went through that to get some of the Atlantean cards and things like that. Uh, vampires are here. Fur hires. Paleo Canadia from uh, Valiant Souls. I completely forgot where that card was from. Dark World Dealings. That's, you know, that's not nothing. Uh... A true nade. Salvage is from Abyss Encounters in case you don't have that card. Yeah, a lot of a lot of old core back roads also here too, so it's definitely a good thing to dip into if you have the extra gems. Of course they're probably gonna release a new box after the Kaiba Cup, so another way to trap you, I guess. But um yeah. Nice that they finally went through with this fifty percent cost discount on gems i don't think i would have ever predicted the day would come but here we are we we have bounty in bad times all right kc cup i'm gonna talk about a few things in the kc cup which will culminate in the release of a new card but something they've done is i queued up into h2 duels yesterday for the first time. And what I noticed is I was facing all these second stage duelists. Like they didn't have a name. They were just called second stage duelists. And then I realized they revealed the name afterwards. So this is a way to fight stream snipers or people who are targeting known quantities in the game. And definitely a very good thing. Um they even they even uh hit the icon, I think. The icon that you use, they just have a good generic red symbol that says KC Cup. Um they tell you what country they're from, so or like what achievements they have and things like that. But I guess that's that's that makes you anonymous. It's kinda reminds me of like um protected health information. They'll tell you how old someone is or if they're male or female, but they're not gonna tell you anything else. And uh you can't really tell who it is without other information, right? So there's a way to fight stream snipers, other saboteurs of the game. Not it's not foolproof, but it does cut off a source of cheating. I'm I'm all for it anyway to help the game. We're fighting all these anonymous duelists. Um, pretty funny. I guess I'll talk about my uh, water deck here. So I blew on I blew all my gems on um, those discounted boxes. I spent some dream tickets, which I'll never use. So um, 
all that culminated in this water deck. So I've just been looking at the water decks that have been around. Um, still have to learn how to play this deck, but I have three Deep Sea Divas. I've always had two of these, and I just spent the UR Dream Ticket to get third, I think. So pretty core card for the deck. Special summon a Sea Serpent from the deck. So that is the Atlanteans. You could pick the Marksman. You can pick the Heavy Infantry, or you can pick the Attack Squad. Typically, you go for the Infantry, so then you could get another playoff uh, special double summon there. She's a level 2. But with the territory of the sharks, you turn everyone level four. So sometimes you could go for the big um, level four XZs play. Other times you can use her for the synchros for the other cards. Now, Silent Angler is a core card here. This is just a free special summon if you control water monsters. So um, four stars. I do have a prismatic. I don't have three, but I have a prismatic. So it's like one and a half Silent Anglers. And if you only have two Silent Anglers, you can cover it with a Mermaid Shark. Mermaid Shark, normal summon, add a fish to your hand. So the only fish in the deck actually is the Silent Angler. So you can kind of tutor for that card. And then you can special summon that card, make territory of the Sharks, go into your rank 4 XZ's play. Now the Atlanteans, two copies of Marksman. Some decks just run one. I don't know what the best option is, other back row or having two marksmans. But this is um inflict damage, special summon an Atlantean from your deck. And then the main effect, sent to the graveyard to activate an effect, target a set card, destroy it. That goes along with the heavy infantry, which has no attack value, but normal summon, special summon a, a level four sea serpent in addition to this, so you could ramp into another another play. You could play Deep Sea Diva. She is a Sea Serpent. So then you can normal summon her and get another Atlantean out from the deck. And then you detach this one. Send it to Graveyard to activate an effect. Destroy a face of card. And then the Attack Squad's the most um, accessory card. But this one just comes out swinging for 2200. I remember using this card in my, um, in my Golden Flying Fish deck. It was a part of that deck. I'm happy to use it again. Then some of the back row cards. I only have one Book of the Moon, but people like running that card. I could see Paleozo Canadian being okay in this deck. Um, given their water pieces, and um, Paleozo Canadian is always a good card. It could cover not having Book of the Moon. Two copies of Forbidden Lance. One Necro Valley. Necro Valley is a little dangerous in this deck because this deck does use a lot of water stuff, and you could just not. I would use Necro Valley as like a when you sure you have the game in the back situation. Because you could shoot yourself in the foot. Your salvage won't work with Necro Valley. Various effects just won't work when you have Necro Valley. So don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot and play it when the game's not in the bag. Salvage, you recycle two water monsters, add them to your hand. You could just do the whole Atlantean thing again. So get a heavy infantry and then a marksman or something. One Shadow Imprisoning Mirror. This is where I'm getting a little fancy with the tech cards, but blocks all the dark effects in the graveyard and the field. This is kind of extra of Necro Valley, frankly, but it's another thing. Two copies of Treacherous Trap Hole, which is fine. And my extra deck, Brionic, White Aura, Dolphin, Crystal, and Amatrix seem to be the most common plays. Of course, uh, it won't work. 
Deep Sea Diva with Silent Angler makes the level 6. Then you're relying on the rank 5 Christian Amatrix the whole time. And then the XCs, I don't have extra copies of the cores, so I have Abyss Dweller, only have one. Number 37, Hope Wolven's Dragon Spire Shark, only have one. So I put in the Shark Fang. I mean, number 32, Shark Drake. Which is also another aggro monster, but of course, three of them. Similar to Hope Woven Dragon Spider Shark, and also a copy of Evagishki Marrowgeist for whatever reason. You just have to have all water monsters in your extra deck for Territory of the Sharks to work, so that really limits your choices of what you can put in it, even if you're not going to use the cards. So, yeah, that's what I have. I'm learning to play the deck. I'm learning to not use Necro Valley at every single time because it's costing games, you know, so. There it is. And there's a new card, too. We're getting these packs of two cards at the fourth fourth KC Cup Duel. And this is a little bit of a rant. They've released a new card behind it, and I still don't have it. Some people have full copies of this card. I have zero. This is Orbital 7. Orbital 7, of course, is a character from the game who serves Kaitenjo. He's also a card. The Light Machine... 4 stars, 500, 2,000. When this is flipped face-up, place a You Got It boss counter on this card. You can remove all You Got It boss counters on this card. This card's attack becomes 2,000. After you change this card's attack with its effect, it cannot attack your opponent directly and sent to the graveyard during the end phase. You contribute this card to target one Photon or Galaxy monster in your graveyard add it to your hand. This is an interesting card uh, for the Photon Archetype. It does a lot of things. You flip it, you have to flip affect it. Like assuming they don't attack it. And um, get 2,000 attack. It's going to get destroyed at the end of the turn, so you're going to have to use it for the Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon. That's the whole point, right? You get 2,000 attackers for the Galaxy Eyes Photon Special Summon. Or... You can tribute this card to recycle a Photon or Galaxy Monster in your graveyard added to your hand. That could be the better move, where you just normal summon this, and then you recycle. Um, because a few of those cards can ramp, which is pretty nice. The whole getting 2,000 attack for a counter isn't great, because it needs to avoid getting attacked completely. Because you hit in defense, you still survive. You're not getting flipped face up. So... Actually, no, you get hit, and you survive. You get the attack. That's wrong. You don't have to flip summon this card. It just needs to get flipped face up. So getting hit will uh, activate that. Getting destroyed by card effect won't activate that. I'm a little I'm a little miffed that we don't have... They're probably going to give this through like a ticket eventually, but some of us are left with no Orbital 7s, including myself. We'll see the next two days if I, I do get an Orbital 7, but it's all RNG for a new card, which is something that's a little, a little weird in my opinion. So we also get the Starship Spy Plane. That's probably the best card they released this week. This card is from the Tour Guide Bingo, which I just finished. This card, let's see. It does, it does exist in the TCG, at least. Uh... Level 4 Wind Machine, 1100 attack, 500 defense. If your opponent controls a face-up XZ's monster, you can special summon this card from your hand. 
This card is special summon from the hand. Target one spell or trap your opponent controls. Tar return that target to the hand. This is pretty good. Um, XCs are becoming part of the meta. You're seeing the main decks all run XCs. This is a free special summon in that situation. And then you get to bounce a back row, necro valley, anything. Could be a shadow imprisoning mirror, doesn't matter. And it's going to activate unless they use like divine wrath on you or something or ultimate providence on you. And um it's a it's a decent card for generic rank 4 XCs. If you're missing like three copies of a card, like, let's say you're missing, like, Silent Angler. You could just play this card, too, right? It's another rank 4. It's another level 4 card. Uh, it hits a back row for sure, even if they destroy it. Let's say they have the back row. You play this card, and then they decide to destroy it. You've baited out a Raikeki Break or a Karma Cut, and you made them lose another card in card advantage at that point, right? So this card can bait out back row, make them waste it, can take out a Necro Valley for a turn. You can make a play. Um, and then it doesn't even cost you anything. It could just cost you a special summon. So you could do your normal summon that turn. So very good card. Uh, they're only going to give us one. So it's a fine card to patch up a deck with. When you don't have full copies of cards. You need a rank 4 XC summon. Um, this is a fine material for that. So as long as the Wind Machine uh, works okay for it. I know for the Water decks if it's Abyss Dweller. It's going to lose some attack, but you could still get the Abyss Dweller off. So, fine, fine play for rank 4 XZ's plays. Relicite. This is from last week. Um, card Flipper Campaign. It's a Fire Fiend Tuner, 4 star, 1600, 200. If this is sent from the field to the graveyard, inflict 250 burn damage to your opponent. You can only use this effect once per turn. Okay, um, no one really cares about the 250 burn. You could kind of do something stupid where you uh, keep bringing it back with um, Powerful Reaper. So <laughs> something to recycle and you keep burning your opponent down. That's something, I guess. It, it's a Fire Tuner, which... Fire cards always have had some appeal because of the um, Invoked Purgatrio play. So then Battle and Boxer Veil kind of caught fire and stuff. And you're thinking about what fire cards they're going to nerf again. Uh, like Volcanic Shell, put on ban list. Because Purgatrio is so good. So this is another card to put in consideration there if you want to do some synchro play with your with whatever invoked package you're running. Um, so there is that. I guess you could play Alistair. Make a level 8 synchro summon. And then you can use those two materials in the graveyard to make Purgatrio. That's something, right? And Purgatrio fits well because it hits for piercing, like a big piercing damage. This adds another 250 to it. So there's a little bit of appeal on that side. I think it might see play there where you're combining it with Alistair in some way to use it as a fire. That's the only way I see it seeing play. Alright, so two more cards for today. Satellite lasers. These are from the ranked dual rewards for this month, which is a very short month, so make sure you get your duels in from the KC Cup. Satellite laser balsam is a UR. 
Actually, let me talk about the satellite cannon first. I'll talk about that. Satellite cannon is a NASA ticket. Light machine, level 5, zero, 0, This card cannot be destroyed by battle with a level 7 or lower monster. During each of your end phases, this card gains 1,000 attack. If this card attacks, its increased attack returns to 0 after damage. So this has some stall, stall ability against blue eyes. But even that, you can get your alternative dragon out pretty fast and then destroy this card. They have a lot of karma cuts too, so... And Rageki breaks and whatever. So this isn't going to be on the board very long. One tribute monster. But you can cheat it out with a Shining Angel. Because that's just any card of less than 1500 attacks. So you can Shining Angel into this card. Gains a thousand attack each turn. Not much use for this card. Now the UR ticket is Satellite Laser Balsam. Which is a light machine fusion. Eight stars. Zero attack, 2,000 defense. The fusion of three satellite cannons must be fusion summoned. Alright, that kills it then. Once per turn during your end phase, this card gains 3,000 attack. If it attacks, this increased attack returns to zero. After damage, it inflicts piercing on defense monsters. Alright, I did not read the card must be fusion summoned, which makes this hot garbage. So, this card's upside is it has 3,000 attack with piercing. And then you can just keep stacking it every turn. So it's going to be 6,000, which means it'll probably win you the game if you leave it there for two turns. Um, I thought this would be good with those cards that cheat out fusion cards. Um, you know, those Taya, Life Cost Zero, Cyberstein decks. But then it must be fusion summoned. So you're going to have to run three uh, satellite cannons. Maybe you have another material to substitute, like a substitute monster for fusion. Um, yeah, it just can't be included as an all-purpose fusion beater, because it is a pretty good ability where you can gain 6,000 attack in two turns and then pierce them. You win the duel, right? Maybe there is something to this where um, you're running, like, hey, true nades, you're running... It's a very fine-tuned deck, and you have to tutor out your satellite cannons. That's the hard part. You need those three satellite cannons. I don't know how this works. Like, it'll be fine to have the satellite cannons in the graveyard, and then you use some way to bring them back. Like, I'm trying to think about Cyber Dragons, because they do it very well, where they could use the Fusion Gate, and they could use the Cyber Load Fusion and all those things. Um, Do it. This whole satellite cannon thing just doesn't work. Um, I mean, this is a, this is a horrible way to lose, where you're just getting hammered by a six thousand piercer. But that that does happen sometimes. So <laughs> it's just a clunkier way of doing it, and they made it free. So as long as you got your duels in for ranked duels and stuff, so I don't know. So that is it. That's it for the podcast. Yeah. So. Upcoming news, Casey Cup is gone. One more day, of, two more days with the Casey Cup. DD Castle Assault, unlock Axel Brody if you haven't. Got new UR card, Pro Meter, the Burning Star. Dual Quest, new SR card, Rapid Fire Magician. Looks like we will have, we just have the DD Castle next week. That's just fine. I like that event. Caitlin Kessler retired to the gate. Dueling's mission research at the end of the 
month with a new UR card, new SR card soundproofed. There's only two more weeks of the month left, so it's going to be DD Castle Assault next week, and then the week after the mission research, and then also obtain the new legendary duelist Antimony or Bruno, whatever name to give him. That'll also be in the last week when we're doing our mission research, and then. Improvement to the dual screen button to remove all search conditions. That'll be great. I build my water deck and I'm just like searching through XZ's cards when I don't need any bit much. So yeah, that is it for the podcast this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, listen and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Just search the Dual Assessment Podcast. Check out this podcast and more at the website thedualassessment.wordpress.com email me anything, anything at thedualassessment at gmail.com or you could tweet at me at dual underscore assessment on my own account at greenrangerccg alright good luck in the Kaiba Cup happy dueling see you next time